Welcome to A Higher Branch, a source of practical and powerful information for busy people dedicated to boosting their personal health and professional performance. I'm your host, Sam McCall. Hello and welcome to another episode of A Higher Branch. If you are new to our growing community, I want you to know that all our content is free and curated with genuine love, care and respect for your health and happiness. At Ohio Branch, we do not try and sell you anything. We're focused purely on adding value to humanity with the hope that anything that you learn from this podcast can be shared with others, your family and friends. So let's kick off this week's episode and it is an episode in a series on the four rituals, the five habits, and the six life hacks in what is known as the 456 system under our higher branch framework. It is a subset of one of our two main frameworks, and that is the circle of conscious living. It is about being in conscious control of your thoughts, feelings, and actions. Now, we have already covered in nine previous episodes the four daily rituals, and the five daily habits. But we kicked off the series with the episode that gave it all context, and it was episode number 99 called Is Reliance on Motivation Ruining Your Life? So if you are new to this series, I do encourage you to go back and listen to that episode and to all the previous episode in this series because it does have a compounding effect. The four daily rituals lay the foundation for you to cultivate the five essential daily habits. And today we're going to kick it off with the six life hacks and in particular the first life hack. But first I want to answer the question because you hear the word life hack so many times out there but nobody really knows what it is whenever I ask a question. Now I define a life hack simply as a daily strategy or a technique that gives you more time, more energy, more happiness and a sense of control over your health and over your life in general. Now whenever I mention rituals, habits and life hacks some people will object to living with such deliberate intent. You know, they say, well, I want to live life spontaneously. And you've heard me say it before, and I'm going to say it again. When you rely on spontaneity, you end up drifting in the direction of your greatest weaknesses. And there are people that say living by a system is just too hard. You know, they find it easier to drift throughout the day, to meander, you know, to be reactive rather than proactive. I think life is best lived in a proactive way where you are in control of loosely in control with what your day is going to look like yes there are four daily rituals yes there are five habits that you will cultivate and these six life hacks I'm going to share with you over the next few weeks you know we'll round that off and we'll give you that sense of control but it doesn't account for every second and every minute and hour of your day. There is still spontaneity within the, the four rituals, five habits and six life hacks. I want you to know that. And yes, it is hard. And well, a lot of people, you've heard the term life wasn't meant to be easy. But my message is this. Life gets hard when you do it easy. And life gets easy when you do the hard. But here's the thing. My 456 system for living I'm sharing with you makes the tough stuff easier. So you do the hard, but in an easier way. 
Now, here are some examples of tough stuff that we all should be doing daily. And I'm just going off on a little bit of a tangent here before I get back to the first and important life hack, which I promise you is going to revolutionize your mornings. But here are some examples of tough stuff that we all should do daily because I want people to understand what I mean by life gets hard when you do it easy and life gets easy when you do the hard. Okay, and for those of you that are new to our community, we have a framework called the eight areas of life. And for all the existing listeners, you know what I'm talking about. We have the tree of health, the tree of love, the tree of family, the tree of work, the tree of friendship, the tree of learning, the tree of wealth, and the tree of charity. And each of these areas of life, now we use the the metaphor of a tree because it comes out of the fable in my first book, A Higher Branch. And if you would like to purchase that book, it's on ahigherbranch.com. And as I said earlier, we simply provide this content and our books not to make a profit. The book simply pays for its cost. I produced the book initially in 2011 for my children, but uh, as I shared it with friends and family, you know, the Higher Branch Success Academy really evolved from that as people started listening and hearing the wisdom that I outlined in that book and in that fable, an unforgettable fable, really. I, I go back and read my own book sometimes. And for people that have written books in the past, you'll know what I mean in that when you write a book, you almost step outside yourself. You become the gateway for channeling the ideas and the inspiration that comes to you when you put pen to paper or fingers on a keyboard. You know, it's hard to describe, but I urge everyone that's listening at one point in their life to write a book, no matter how big or small, and you never know what might flow of that. Okay, so let's go back to the examples of the tough stuff uh, that we all should do daily in the eight areas of life. And as I said, if you're new to our community, go to ahigherbranch.com and it has a visual, a graphic of what those eight areas are. And more importantly, what they each represent, why these eight areas fill eight fundamental human needs. And I won't go on about that any further. If you want to know more, go to the website. When it comes to your health, here is some tough stuff that we should all do daily. Cook at home. Turn off the TV and devices and eat mindfully. Exercise when it rains. Do 10 more reps. Turn off your screens, meditate, and sleep early. Now, these sound simple, but to a lot of people, these are examples of tough stuff, right? Because it's easy to flop in front of the TV and just keep watching and watching and watching. Before you know it, it's 11 p.m. and 11.30 p.m. or midnight, and you think, I should be going to sleep and getting rejuvenating sleep. But it's harder to switch it off, meditate, and sleep early. It's harder to do 10 more reps you know, when one more will do. Anyway, that's the examples in the area of health. Now, when it comes to love and you're in a relationship, here's the three tough examples. Put your partner first. That sounds easy, but it's actually tough for a lot of people. Make the first move when it comes to intimacy. It takes a lot of courage to do that in a relationship. And lastly, apologize quickly. It's hard to do. But these are little examples. I'm giving you simple small examples that you can relate to because you know being tough does not mean running a marathon it's in the little things in the eight areas of life when it comes to the area of family and you have children read to your kids it's so easy to give them an ipad or flop them in front of a tv but a lot harder to read to them or get them to read to you 
Cook and clean up with your kids. And lastly, never put work ahead of your kids. Cancel that last meeting. Hang up on that last phone call and say, I've got to go and see my kids. It's harder to do that than it is just to continue to put your family second. Trust me, I've been there. I've made that mistake. Let's look at the area of work. Have the uncomfortable conversations. How many of us at work walk around you know, bottling things up and not speaking out? Another example, stick your neck out with ideas. So many people have ideas. They won't verbalize them. They won't write them in an email. Okay, let's look at the tree of friendship. And one tough thing to do, and this is just one example from this area of life, and that is it is tough to walk away from friends who are toxic. And I have covered in a previous episode how to identify toxic friends. And if you'd like to know what episode that is, because the date escapes me, please email us at inquiries at ohiobranch.com and we will email you back. Next in the tree of learning, for the hardest things to do is listen, read, write and do, especially write and do. It's easy just to consume, harder to create. When it comes to learning, create, write, do. The best way to learn is to actually do. It's through action. So don't just read about it, do about it. <laughs> and doing is hard when it comes to learning. In the tree of wealth, it's easy to spend money, but it's harder to spend less, save more, and invest in your future and invest in your happiness. Wealth is in the eight areas of life. It's not in material things. So it's a lot harder to invest in your happiness than it is to just spend your money. Lastly, in the tree of charity, examples of tough stuff is donate your time, not just your money, or make your work about helping others. And lastly, listen more to people, listen more to friends, to family members. It's harder to listen than it is to talk. The system that I'm sharing with you so far, the 456 system, will make all those above examples, you know, the tough stuff, easier. Because when you live by the system, you will have high energy, develop a great mood, and then doing the tough stuff will become easier. I promise you, I was one of those people who avoided the tough stuff. The jogging in the rain, the uncomfortable conversations. When I designed this system and started living by it, I started seeking out the tough stuff. As David Goggins always says, he says, stay hard. Why does he say stay hard? Because life gets easier when you do the hard stuff. And so with this system that I'm sharing with you, the hard stuff becomes a lot easier because you are wired to show up, rain, hail or shine. So let's kick off then the six life hacks. And I'm going to share with you the six life hacks that have the biggest impact, starting with the first life hack today, which is what I call the morning five or the morning five detox. Detoxing the mind, detoxing the body is such an important part of being human. It is an essential element. It is an essential element in the cycle and the flow of energy between resting, between the movement, between nutrition. And without detox, we literally clog up our minds, our bodies, our lymphatic system, our circulatory system, uh, all systems uh, within our body. So this morning five detox, you will find that you will 
unblock a lot of these pathways and you will experience nothing short of a energy explosion within seven days. I promise you, because when I started doing this, that's exactly what I experienced. And you will feel this energy explosion a lot more if you have a lot of these blockages within your system. And this is the protocol that I've been living by for many years. And as I've said on previous episodes, I never share with you anything that I don't personally live by. Now, this particular detox, uh, Morning 5 Detox, has kept my gut healthy, my mind sharp, and my skin extremely youthful. In fact, it has helped me look 15 years younger. Now, I put that down to more than genetics because whenever I say that and I meet a lot of people who say, wow, is that really your age? I thought you were in your late 30s. But along with a positive mindset, I honestly attribute that youthfulness in main part to this morning detox life hack. Now, when should this life hack be done? It's a block of five you should do every morning straight after you wake up, preferably within 30 minutes of sunrise. Yes, before 30 minutes of sunrise. And the reason for that will become apparent when I share with you number three in the five protocols. So this morning detox, for those of you who have listened to the four essential daily rituals, should start before those rituals, before exercise, before meditation, before journaling. And the fourth ritual is learning in blocks throughout the day, but I won't go into that. So I'm really saying here that this morning five should be performed before the three daily rituals that get done in the morning and in the evening. And if you want to know more about those, go back and listen to episodes 100 through to 103, which uh, cover those um, four essential daily rituals. And the reason why exercise, meditation and journaling should be done in the morning and in the evening. But now let's go back to the morning five detox life hack. This protocol provides the ultimate detox, the best antioxidant, and I promise you the best elixir for your gut health. I cannot stress how important these five simple protocols are for your well-being. When practiced together, they have a compounding effect and impact not just on your physical, but more importantly, on your mental and emotional balance. They are healing at a deep level to give you the best start to the day. And they only take three to five minutes to perform. How's that? Just three to five minutes. Now, for me, it takes a little bit longer and the choice is yours. You can go from three minutes to 15 minutes. And again, the reason for that will become clear to you as I share these five protocols. But the choice is yours. If you find 15 minutes tough, then scale it down to three But by all means, please don't skip these morning five because, as I said, you are going to experience uh, an incredible energy transformation within seven days. Okay, the first of the morning five is oil pulling. So I want to talk about oil pulling and your amazing saliva. Okay, now poor oral health has been strongly linked to heart disease, dementia, Alzheimer's. This is well documented. All you need to do is Google poor oral health and you'll see what comes up. In addition, you'll see diseases such as diabetes pop up, which lowers the body's resistance to infection, making oral health problems even more severe. But that's only part of the story. What most people don't realize is that oral health is not just about protecting your teeth and gums. It is about protecting an important immune function performed by your saliva. 
Now, I know this topic might be a little gross, but it is super important, which is why I made it in the morning five detox life hack. So I'm going to share with you a great formula for oil pulling that contains two essential oils that will detox your mouth, which is essentially the first part of your digestive system. And it's going to boost your resistance to disease. It is an ultimate preventative super weapon and it is quick, easy and cheap. So stay tuned. But first, I'm going to share with you the science. Because as you know, I love the science and the research behind everything. I'm a lawyer at heart and uh, ultimately we need substance. We need science to back up a lot of these things because I come across a lot of stuff on the internet. You know, I'm an avid researcher and reader. And when I dig deeper and deeper trying to look at the primary source of research, a lot of the times it just falls flat because it's just people speculating about what is beneficial and what is harmful. Now, let's look at the science of saliva then. Saliva is one of your body's main defenses against bacteria and viruses. Yes, it contains antibodies that attack viral pathogens such as the cold and even COVID and HIV. It also contains proteins called histatines, which inhibit the growth of candida. When these proteins are weakened by poor oral health, candida and other bacteria can grow out of control and cause gut issues. Now, which explains why a lot of scientists tell us that it is difficult for us to get COVID from food. A lot of people are you know, uber eating at the moment during these restrictions in Sydney and in Melbourne. But have you noticed that no one is getting COVID from food? It is usually spread from person to person in close contact. Why do the scientists say that? It's because we have very powerful antibodies in our saliva. Now, whilst we're on the point of saliva, uh, saliva is also good for your sex life because research shows that healthy saliva has testosterone in it, which explains why saliva during kissing has been shown to be the ultimate aphrodisiac so it stands to reason that if you have poor oral health you will reduce your libido and feel less attractive not just on the sensory level with bad breath but on the hormonal level now continuing on with the science let's talk about inflammation heart disease alzheimer's oral inflammation due to bacteria otherwise known as gingivitis plays a role in clogged arteries and blood clots Yes, it does. And you can look it up. There's heaps of research on the topic. Bacteria in the mouth may cause inflammation throughout the body, including the arteries of the heart and brain. It enters the bloodstream through bleeding gums. That makes a lot of sense, right? This inflammation causes the development of plaque in the arteries, increases your risk of a heart attack, stroke, and the buildup of beta amyloid plaque in the brain, which Dr. Rhonda Patrick talks a lot about. Now, most people are taught the three main protocols to good oral hygiene is avoid sugar, which I think is the root of a lot of evil, by the way. Uh, and that's the topic for another podcast. I will be featuring an expert on the dangers of sugar. And you've heard a lot about that, I, I know. But this expert I have coming on is going to put things in very, very clear terms and will also give us really sensible ideas on how to live with a sweet tooth. Anyway, I digress. So number one, avoid sugar. Number two, floss your teeth at night. Now, 
Some people floss their teeth in the morning as well, but I think that's overkill. Floss your teeth at night. Number three, it's to brush your teeth and your tongue morning and night. But there is a fourth step, which is often missed, which is super effective at preventing the inflammatory response of poor mouth hygiene. It will protect your heart and your brain, which seem to be the most susceptible to inflammation in the gums and in the teeth. Now, this protocol has been used for thousands of years in Ayurvedic medicine, well before we had toothpaste and toothbrushes. So this is what the protocol is. You brush your teeth and tongue in the usual way. Then you mix a tablespoon of coconut oil and a tablespoon of sesame oil. You put one drop of essential oils of clove and oregano or thyme. So you can use oregano or thyme. Either one will work really well. And then you simply swish the oil in your mouth for 5 to 15 minutes. Make sure you do not swallow the oil because the oil contains and extracts all the bacteria from in between the gums and the teeth. Then you simply spit it out thoroughly, preferably in the garden. Why? Because, and people who know coconut oil will know this, coconut oil hardens very quickly and you don't want it to harden and block your drainage pipes. And if you don't have the option to do that because you might live in an apartment, then just simply use sesame oil. And that's it. That's it for the first of the morning five detox. Now, I'm amazed at how many people I come across are obsessed with diet and exercise, but give very little attention to oral hygiene or uh, the eyes or hearing health. You know, it's important that we take care of our five senses. And those three senses that I just mentioned are so important to our overall health and well-being. In fact, I've talked about hearing health and its newly discovered link to Alzheimer's in a must-listen podcast I recorded in Boston with Dr. Kirpa Suthaka, who's a PhD there. And it was uh, recorded on the 15th of August 2019 called The Dangers of Hidden Hearing Loss. And just put that down as something to listen to in the future. But for now, let's continue on our morning five protocols. Let's look at the second protocol. And it is simply this. So after you have thoroughly rinsed and spat out the oil, and whilst you're doing that, by the way, make sure that you try and extract all the oil between your teeth, just by what I'm talking about when you just suck the saliva in in between your teeth. Make sure that you completely eliminate as much as you can of the oil that's in your mouth before you go on to the second protocol, which is to sip warm lemon water before you eat or drink anything else. Now, I'm going to share with you a great recipe, but first I want to take you through the benefits of sipping warm lemon water. Number one, the obvious ones are hydration it's a source of vitamin c it freshens the breath but the main benefit i'm looking for is as a detox lemon water acts as a laxative to promote elimination which prevents the buildup of toxins in your intestines it then kickstarts your digestive system to help you digest food for the rest of the day and what is good for the gut is good for everything else for the skin by reducing wrinkles, for nutritional absorption, for your arteries, etc. The second part of the detox from sipping lemon hot water is it flushes out any kidney stones, little ones before they become 
big problematic ones. Now, stones are something that build up silently. And then one day, bam, you feel the pain, which I have heard is excruciating. And that's something you want to try and avoid. And it usually happens to people in their 40s and 50s. And if you have been fortunate enough not to have experienced that, then this protocol and this particular recipe I'm going to share with you means you never have to deal with kidney stones ever in your life. Okay, so here is the recipe. So you use warm to hot water, not too hot. So it has to be drinkable. Secondly, you put a squeeze of lemon. And enough so you can taste the lemon, but not too much so you can overtaste it where it gives you that tangy feeling on your tongue. And look, you can just stop there and have it with just warm water and lemon. But this is what I like to add. I like to add a sprinkle of cayenne pepper to kickstart the digestive system. And I also add crushed ginger. Now, not a lot of people like ginger, but ginger for me is something that I have first thing in the morning. I also chew it before and after meals. For me, it is honestly one of the best tonics and best elixirs for overall gut health. You can also add apple cider vinegar. I know a lot of people out there listening probably are big fans of apple cider vinegar. I'm not, but if you want to add apple cider vinegar, for those of people who have never tried it and don't like it the first time, add a bit of honey to taste. And when I say a bit, just a bit. And always finish after you drink this, which is about 200 milliliters. And after you finish that, always finish with a rinse of pure warm water to dilute the acid from the apple cider vinegar or the lemon because that will damage the enamel on your teeth. So make sure you rinse it with warm water and just swirl it around in your mouth for a good 15 to 20 seconds. And you can still swallow it, of course, but that will ensure that there's no acidity on the enamel of your teeth. Now, okay, so let's recap then. The first of our morning five is the oil pulling then followed by sipping of the lemon water now let's look at step three or protocol three and this is really where the magic starts now it is well established though not widely known that the surface of the earth possesses a limitless and continuously renewed supply of free or what scientists call mobile electrons that act as an antioxidant on the body. That's right, an antioxidant. When we mostly think of antioxidants is something you'll find from food like blueberries. But this protocol I'm going to share with you, known as grounding or earthing, normalizes the daily cortisol rhythm and improves your sleep. And it has a variety of other benefits that have also been proven, including reduction in pain and more importantly, inflammation. And it makes perfect sense, right? Now, have you noticed how children rip off their shoes and socks whenever they can? That's because they instinctively know the benefits of walking barefoot, especially on the natural surfaces such as the grass or the sand on the beach or even the dirt. Studies now show that standing barefoot on earth improves your health as it channels the free radicals and electric charges that we carry with us back into the earth. It is as important as eating foods high in antioxidants. In fact, I think it is even more important. This is because the earth carries a strong negative charge and anything above the ground, such as air or insulated materials, such as rubber, carries a positive charge. 
So when we wake up from sleep and when we walk around all day wearing shoes, we are not in connection. We are not connected to the earth. So this third protocol is an important part of the detox. We are effectively just plugging ourselves into the earth because our nervous system works on electrical impulses, our heart beats with an electrical charge, and we are constantly surrounded by electrical radiation from technology. So grounding is important for removing negative radiation and electric waste from our bodies, but it also has the following benefits. It improves circulation, decreases blood pressure, calms the nervous system, neutralizes chronic inflammation, which is the culprit behind almost every modern chronic illness. It lowers pain levels, reduces fatigue, improves your mood by neutralizing anxiety and depression, and improves sleep duration and reduction in sleep disturbances. Now, I've just given you a list of benefits from a lot of research that I've read about this. Now, we are talking about detox, but it also has the added benefits of greater balance, greater strength, healthier feet, and better posture. But that's another topic for another time. We, I want to focus on this protocol as a detoxer, which is why it's in the morning five. So let's recap. You've got your oil pulling, then you've had your lemon water, and thirdly, you have your grounding. This grounding together with the next two protocols have an amazing effect and a compounding effect. And I'm going to circle back and tell you how to perform them all together at the same time within just a few minutes. But okay, let's kick on to number four of the morning five, and that is what I call sun gazing. Bathing your eyes with sunshine Every morning boosts your energy, your mood, and provides a direct neuropathway through the pineal gland to your gut, where it regulates the diversity of your gut bacteria. Now, this will boost not just your happy hormone serotonin, but the all-important melatonin, which is responsible in so many functions, including energy production and sleep promotion later that night. That's right. The research unequivocally states that you should always wake within 45 minutes of sunrise and you should get sun on your eyes first thing in the morning because that is what hits the reset button for you to get a good night's sleep that night. That is what induces sleep that night. And it's in fact the most critical part of improving your sleep. Okay, so I'm gonna take you through this technique of sun gazing. And as I said, I'm gonna circle back and tell you how to do them all at the same time. So. Take your contacts or eyeglasses off. And if you've just woken up, don't put your contacts on. Now, I want you to then gaze with soft, wide focus at the sun. When I say wide focus, you know when you just take in the whole picture, you're not looking at anything specifically, but you're pretty much taking in the whole picture. It's like your eyes are a camera and you're taking a snapshot. So you're not looking directly at the sun. You're not trying to avoid it either because it is part of the overall picture. So you look at the sun and you can allow your eyes to blink and flicker naturally and just watch the sun like you would watch any person on a horizon as you take in the whole picture. So there's no special way of looking or gazing that needs to be employed. If your mind wanders, gently bring the attention back to watching the beautiful sun. Now, of course, looking at the sun during the later hours during the day is very harmful. And that's why this needs to be performed within 30 minutes of sunrise. And always check your weather app to see when the sun is rising 
and perform this particular protocol in that first half an hour. In fact, they say research shows you can do this within 45 minutes, but to be on the safe side, I always do it within the 30 minutes of the sunrise. And whilst you're watching the sun, just relax your neck and feel your feet on the ground and have a conviction that the sun cannot do you any harm and that the light of the sun is beneficial not just to your body, but also to your mind and your spirit. Now, even if you don't have this belief, you will still experience the benefits, I promise you. But having faith in the process allows you to experience the benefits more easily. I don't mind a skeptical mind, but try and avoid a cynical mind. And I have been doing this for almost 21 years, and I promise you it has not hurt my eyes. So you can start by watching the sun for 10 seconds every morning and gradually add 10 seconds every day until you reach you know, 40 to 45 seconds. After finishing your practice, it is important that you close your eyes. Keep your eyes closed for at least 30 seconds until the internal image of the sun fades away. And you know what I'm talking about because even after you close your eyes, you still see that snapshot and in particular the brightness of the sun. So keep your eyes closed for 30 seconds. During this time, you can visualize you know, spreading the energy of the sun from your crown to the rest of your body. You can also say a prayer if you wish. Or don't visualize anything. You don't have to say a prayer and you don't have to visualize. It's completely up to you. And you can use your palms to close your eyes that way and let the eyes relax. And slowly turn away from the direction of the sun and un- uncover your palms after 30 seconds and slowly open your eyes. Now make sure while opening your eyes that you're not looking back at the sun, that you're looking elsewhere. This step will help your eyes recover and reorient easily. You might notice that your vision has improved and everything will look sharper and clearer. That's the experience that I continue to feel every day because our eyes get fatigued during the night. You know, we go through REM, we go through dreaming where sometimes we tense the eyes And we don't really know that. So this will help everything relax and you will start to see things sharper and clearer. And I promise you when you do this for the first time, (laughs) you cannot help but feel a gush of happiness fill you. You will find yourself smiling or even laughing. I remember doing this with a client that I coached and I was teaching him sun gazing at the beach and he started laughing. And I said, what's funny? He said, I don't know. It's just... I just feel great. So if that happens to you, smile, laugh, let it flow. Don't resist that feeling. You know, it's like a sneeze, I say. Never, ever hold back a sneeze. Let it go and feel your body tingle, you know, with that joy. It's a great feeling. Enjoy it. And if you are a person that's a little bit self-conscious, this is why you should try and do the morning five where you are alone. If you are lucky enough to live next to a park, a national park, or a part of the garden where you have privacy, that's where you will feel the most benefits. Otherwise, if you can't, then, you know, try and overcome that uh, self-consciousness. You know, who cares who's looking? What's more important is your health. It's your happiness. It's you starting the day right. It is detoxing your body, your mind, your spirit, because this will set a beautiful foundation for the rest of your day. Okay, let's move on to the last of our morning five detox. And number five is breathing deeply. Breathing deeply in the way I'm going to teach you is a very powerful detox for the whole body. 
It is the ultimate detox, the ultimate stress buster, immune booster, and, and the best performance enhancer second to sleep. Trust me. But in turn, it impacts the quality of your sleep. Did you know that 70% of detox in your whole body happens in the lungs through the breath? Science has proven that this simple breathing technique I'm going to share with you will trigger the release of endorphins, stimulates the lymphatic system, and expels carbon monoxide. So you might be thinking, why do I need to breathe deeply when I just woke up and I'm not feeling stressed? But here's the thing. If you are shallow breathing while you are sleeping, you are not detoxing efficiently. Many of us don't realize how stress affects our sleep. It affects it mainly by impacting our breathing patterns. It makes them inefficient. Some people get sleep apnea, otherwise a snoring, right? Don't realize that is a stress response for a lot of people. It's not just about, you know, being overweight. And breathing in the way I'm going to teach you will neutralize that. When we start the day with this breathing technique, it will not only detox poor breathing from the night, but it will also set you up for better breathing throughout the day. Because most of us also don't realize that we typically shallow breathe when we are driving or on our devices, on our laptops or in meetings, on our phones. Then we get tired and get brain fog. And many of us think it's because that we're unhealthy, when in fact it's just poor breathing patterns. As I said, Breathing is in this morning five detox because breathing controls 70% of our detox. I mean, that's huge. And for those of you who have heard me give keynotes, you would have heard me say that, you know, I'm tired of people buying all these supplements and herbal mixtures to detox their body when 70% of detox happens simply from breathing properly and learning beautiful breathing techniques that just not just work on detoxing your body, but also relaxing the mind and the emotions. Yes, the emotions. Famous yogi Swatmarama Hatha Yoga Pradipika said, when the breath is shallow, the mind is unsteady. But when the breath is calmed, the mind is still. Therefore, when you control the breath, you control your mind. And that's a beautiful, beautiful wisdom in that short little quote. That's why breathing is in the morning five detox life hack. It is so important. In fact, I think it is the most important, especially if you're an office worker like me, sitting at a desk all day, or we can go through periods of stress. But as I said earlier, it's the combination of the morning five all together that will have the biggest impact. So the following breathing technique should be done while you are grounding and sun gazing. That's why I said the third, fourth, and fifth protocol should be done together after you've done your oil pulling and your lemon water. Okay, the technique goes simply like this. Place your tongue against the ridge behind your upper teeth. Close your mouth and inhale deeply through your nose for a count of four. Hold your breath for a count of seven and exhale through your mouth for a count of eight. And then you simply repeat that three times. Now, it may feel weird at first, but it will feel natural after a few goes, I promise you. The combination of deep breathing, sun gazing, and grounding literally drains all the negative energy and replaces it with the Earth's healing energy. In fact, when I'm doing it, when I'm standing barefoot on the grass, gazing at the sun, 
I imagine the earth's healing energy coming through my feet all the way through my body. And as I'm breathing, I'm breathing it in to take in the earth's positive energy and breathing out, draining away all the negative energy. And it can be not just physical detoxing, but it can be also mental and emotional draining of that negative energy. Okay, so as I said, I was going to circle back and give you a summary of how the block of the morning five is performed because I've talked about it for many, many minutes, but the reality is it only takes a few minutes. So this is how it goes. Step one, brush your teeth and your tongue, then swirl with the sesame oil and or coconut oil for three to 15 minutes. Make sure you put two drops of clove and oregano or thyme oil in there rinse thoroughly make sure you spit out every drop of oil from between your teeth step two sip your warm lemon tea preferably outside in the morning light so i do that barefoot on the grass in preparation for sun gazing and breathing step three stand with both feet on the grass or on the dirt solid with your knees slightly bent not in an awkward way, but just I don't want you to stand upright in military fashion or anything like that. Just really relax. Knees slightly bent, shoulders soft. Step four, gaze with wide focus at the morning sun. Even when it's cloudy, face the east. Even if it's raining because the blue light is still coming through the clouds. And as I said, work up to 45 seconds and do them 15 second breaks in between and repeat three times. Now for step five, either during or after the sun gazing, breathe deeply in the way I just mentioned and do it for three to six breaths. Three at a bare minimum, you will hit the sweet spot at five and feel incredible at six deep breaths. And as I said earlier, if you like, say a little prayer, giving thanks to your life and the people that are in it. Do so without judgment or analysis. The simple fact of being alive is enough for you to give thanks. Okay, now my friends, after you have finished the morning five detox, you are ready to perform the four daily rituals. And as I said, it can take as little as three minutes to 15 minutes. But if you do it, I promise you, you will experience an energy explosion within seven days as you open up and detox all the pathways in your body from your digestive to your lymphatic to your circulatory to your respiratory okay thank you for listening to another episode and thank you to everyone who are writing in with your emails during this podcast series i hope you're enjoying them i'm really enjoying producing them for you and after I finish this series, I have amazing podcasts coming up for you just before Christmas. Until then, and as always, don't forget to live consciously, my friends. Everything I ever present to you is aimed at doing just that. Helping you take control of your thoughts, feelings, and your actions.